This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. I've got Eric with me this morning for another sparkling edition of the Hersey Hobby Wagon. Eric, how are you this morning? Oh, Todd, it's very sparkling today. As we <laughs> as we go back into the the wagon and you know dig through the pile of stuff, I found an, an old an old item that I haven't seen for years, and dare say it, they they don't fit me anymore. But Todd, I reached back and I found. Um, some wonderful 1990s rollerblades. All right. So right out the gate, I feel like my executive producer, Abby, who one day intends to be on the podcast mm-hmm. to discuss exactly such a thing. I have to ask on her behalf, are they actual rollerblades or are they inline skates? They are actual rollerblades. And okay. that was the big thing. Cause I, I wondered, <laughs> I wondered, I said, hmm. I wondered if there was actually a different brand. You know, I, I you know, I wasn't aware that Rollerblades was actually the brand that we just considered everything now to be right. Rollerblades. So this, of course, ties up wonderfully. That'll probably be a future Toddcast. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> but, Abby is all about voicing her, her concerns in regards to Rollerblades as opposed to inline skates, Velcro as opposed to hook and loop, tissues versus Kleenex. So that, that will be coming. But yeah. For today, we are talking about actual, honest to God, rollerblades. Yes, we are actually talking about the brand. So, so for those who have missed, let's just give you a little rundown. You know, we found uh, the vintage station wagon from our youth in the back. Of course, is all the lost items that you and I and our family has. uh, You know, we thought were gone forever, Um, but but they were preserved in our vintage station wagon in which you know you and i from a month-to-month basis we go back so in the previous months you've found you know comics you know D books and so forth i found uh vintage nintendo games and now we're back to about the same time where i played plenty of nintendo and sega uh but in this case this is more active uh this these rollerblades which you know are considerably smaller i can't actually see the size because it's rubbed off like most shoes and and <laughs> And items do, you know, right. um, b- but for the most part, the the classic, uh, I believe this was like the classic design. For the most part, most, you know, people that I saw that had rollerblades had like this, it's a purple sock portion aspect, you know, like it's, it's purple, you know, have, you know, rollerblades, they have the interior, you know, like uh, right. protection. It's, right. it's, I don't know what you would call it, to be quite honest. It's kind of like a harder sock, <laughs> but it's like yeah. purple. And it has green wheels with a black, you know, shoe portion. Um, <laughs> so this was the vintage, and it brings back very good memories for me for for many reasons. Yeah, let me just ask you this: Were you ever? Were, I mean, you're a little older, but I guess you could have been, you know, that alternative, you know, inline skater. Did you ever rollerblade? Uh, I did. Again, full disclosure: I believe that they were inline skates as opposed to actual rollerblades and it was later it, it probably would have been it would have been 2000 2001 okay okay somewhere around there uh, i was in florida i don't really remember 
what sparked the decision to get some, but I did and zipped around. I wasn't very good at them. Like I couldn't, I like, I'm not, I've never been a really strong skater. Like Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't go backwards and turning is one of those awkward things where it's just like clear that this guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. (laughs) I mean, I got better at it eventually, but yeah, I I, I had some uh, for a year or two back in, like I said, around 2001 ish, I would say. Where were you living? And were you in Florida at the time? That, yeah, that was that. Yeah, I was in Florida. I was out of the Navy. I was living in Florida. The weather was nice, and for whatever reason, I decided to get me some rollerblades. And there, there you uh, go. I feel I feel like maybe Kenny's sisters had rollerblades and lived in a place that had like a like a like a running track, sort of sort of walkway close to them. We'd used to go. Okay. And 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 do that sort of a thing. I didn't realize you were a you were a rollerblader. I, I, well, I wasn't really a rollerblader. So here, here's the scenario. So our sister, Crystal, she had a friend uh, named Allison who lived next door. Yeah. At some point in time, she left her rollerblades at our house because okay. she grew out of them. So for what, what seemed to happen quite frequently is that if you left things at our house for an extended period of time, they inherently became ours. Okay. So at some point in time, don't know when, don't know how. As an adult, I look back at it and say, that's kind of weird. You just would like, it'd be almost like if you, I don't know, if you brought your car over to the house and sat it in the driveway long enough, then all of a sudden it becomes mine. Right. You know, like, I don't know what it was, but basically they became mine <laughs> to the point where I, they became my rollerblades. And okay. I don't recover, I don't recall anybody saying, hey, you know, ask for those back or, you know, whatever. Um, you didn't no. buy them. It wasn't like a conscious decision. I'm going to get rollerblades. It's just nope. Hey, there are rollerblades at the house. Well, I guess I, I guess I'll, I'll check them out. Sort of a thing. And and it could have been one of those things where she might even said, "He here, these are yours." I don't believe that's the case because I don't remember it. <laughs> but I just right. remember you know having rollerblades. So this was mid '90s, and of course, young Eric was hardcore into sports. Every right. sport there could possibly be. So with rollerblades comes the wonderful hockey, inline hockey, street hockey, or what have that's, you. That's what I was going to ask. Did, did this Was this just blading around, or did this turn into a hockey situation? There was absolutely so. no just blading around. I don't think that okay. was a thing. This was straight-up hockey, and I believe, oh, maybe for my, you know— 10th birthday or so forth i got a hockey stick and uh like a uh, orange hockey ball for for my birthday uh, christmas one of those one of the holidays so i became somewhat of a little hockey player for the longest time i think even in my youth you would ask me what my favorite sport was and it was hockey um you know my first starter jacket was the pittsburgh penguins and uh, this all aligns perfectly with uh the release of the mighty ducks you know, uh, yes. which which was an influential Disney sports movie, which I watched the hell out of. So mixed with these rollerblades were the start of me actually liking probably hockey and sports in general. OK. And, and as I look at this, the wheels on these are completely <laughs> warped, you know, because because I must have got pretty good. You know, I'm thinking yeah. back now. I'm like, was I any good I, now? Was I skating backwards? Good. No. You know, I was never that good, but was I good enough that I could obviously turn on a dime and like get these wheels to the point where they're kind of, you know, (laughs) worn on both sides and and super sharp. You know, they almost look like a top as opposed to actually wheels. And and, and for the whole scenario, you would, you know, when you asked right off the bat, rollerblades, inline skates, 
obviously, since rollerblades probably were the more expensive, you know, they weren't the off-brand. Uh, right. Considering that I didn't buy them, that makes a lot more sense probably to you now, <laughs> how yes. I actually had name brand stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, it's called that whole, you leave it at my house and it becomes mine. So. Yeah. So Todd, did you have any experience? Did you did you ever watch the Mighty Ducks or I guess watch any hockey uh, in your youth or now? I mean, I've seen the original Mighty Ducks once, maybe twice, like forever ago. Like at the time, at the point in time when the Mighty Ducks came out, I mean, I don't I don't know that I'd necessarily call the Mighty Ducks a kids movie, but it's certainly not the kind of movie that a twenty something year old dude living in Florida token it up with his buddies is necessarily going to be super into so I don't think I saw it until far later in life and it you know, it's a good film but something that's like a cultural phenomenon at the time when it comes out for a certain age group if you watch it a decade and a half later you're probably not going to be as impacted by it as as others you think so <laughs> yeah so you know like I said, it wasn't a bad movie. I got nothing bad to say about it, but it wasn't particularly significant to me. No, no like no. like it was for you. No, um, no. You know, movies that far, come out at yeah, movies that come out like in your youth. If it's about like if it's a kids movie and you're a kid, it's obviously going to have a high impact on you, especially with how big Disney was. You know, so right, right. so I've I've seen it many times in my youth and obviously impacted me and you know in future stories. Yeah. Well, and I have vague notions that they did some sequels and I'm led to believe that they recently came out with a Disney plus. Is it a, is it a, is it a series? Is it a show oh, yeah, that, that's yeah. coming out? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, don't like, I know that exists, that. but I haven't, I haven't seen any of that. And as far as just hockey in general is concerned, uh, you know, full on ice hockey, I dare say that it, it's, it's fairly well known and documented that I am not a big sports guy. But I would hmm. say that if I had to pick a sport, hockey would probably be it. I've actually gone to professional hockey games. I saw the, the Tampa Bay Lightning, I think it is. Yeah, that when is I was team. When I was living there, I've gone to go see the Columbus Blue Jackets a couple of times. And generally speaking, I enjoy hockey. Like, it's something I don't know that I would necessarily watch on TV. But if you got tickets to a hockey game, I'm, I'll, yeah. I'll go. I'm game yeah. for that. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's good stuff. It's that right mix of action and violence <laughs> the rules are fairly easy for me to understand <laughs> you know sure uh, you just zip around and you're trying to get this puck thing into the into the goal thing and if people get in your way you trounce them okay i can get behind this uh, <laughs> you know so so I, I do enjoy hockey i've never yeah. played it like okay. yes i had inline skates but they were more of the they were used more in the sense of people who say, I'm going to go for a jog. I would say, I'm going to go for a skate. Like, I didn't know enough other people with them to to do any sort of hockey situation. And even if I did, I, I wasn't that good at skates or that into, like, hockey is a great thing for me to watch. I don't know that I'd want to try and participate in it. Because as much as yeah. I love to see people zipping around, smashing into each other or whatever, I don't want to be smashed into. <laughs> so... That's yeah, if you don't want that to happen to you, you probably should stay away <laughs> yeah. from hockey, right? It's, it's an activity for other people to do and for me to watch. Yeah, 
Well, I, I chose otherwise because uh, the well, after watching said Mighty Ducks, and I believe Mighty Ducks 2 was out by the time I really got going because I remember okay. having a, a VHS where we had uh, the Mighty Ducks, and it was on the Disney Channel, and it recorded the making of the Mighty Ducks 2. So Ooh. I had the combo that I would watch over and over and so forth. Well, so even after a recent viewing of Mighty Ducks, I realized it is a nice little um, – you know, sports movies are – made to excite you get you motivated you know get you pumped up about stuff so there's no doubt that after watching the mighty ducks and seeing what they were able to accomplish you know i said to myself this this needs to happen so with these skates and with the this hockey stick and i didn't have a net or anything for that matter like this was all like hodgepodge put together you know i gathered up the troops from around the neighborhood and it was a ragtag bunch of kids, you know, whether, you know, I, I might've been 10. So there might've been some seven and eight year olds. There might've been a 12 year old, you know, like, so I, but I mustered up at least 10 of us and we created ourselves a little, uh, you know, hockey team, an inline hockey team, much like of the original mighty ducks and their, their, you know, misfits, uh, team there. And we would hold somewhat practices. So we got, um, and, and much like in the movies, there was, you know, you had, you had several different you had you had your character types you know so i was the lead i was the leader who wasn't necessarily the best at hockey but was the one that could organize practice and get you know get people going and and i remember going to the library and just getting books on hockey and whether it be like the the background of specific teams which doesn't really help you much it's more of a history (laughs) book but i'd read them you know and then i remember having a sega genesis uh game that i got for a holiday or so forth that had uh you know was hockey and playing playing that and learning that and of course i had my trading cards and learned all the positions from that so i did my best to do uh research on hockey and all all that was you know that comes with it to be somewhat of a player coach um we recruited a, a friend from way across town that uh, mom used to babysit for the longest time. And he was really into hockey and he obviously um, I think he might even played a little bit because he actually had the big goalie pads and the gloves and the helmet and all that. So he looked the part and was, was by far the best on the team in every position. And then we, you know, I had, I had people that were natural baseball players. So you, you, you know, so they were athletic enough and I'm like, all right, you can, you know, get skates and play with us. So we had ourselves (laughs) a team and we would we would have little scrimmages and practice, you know, at the tennis courts, which was across from where we live. So the- that's where I figured you were going to like, because I'm like, where would you play? Because Martin's Ferry is fairly hilly terrain. And oh, yeah, you need you need, you need a good chunk of concrete to pull that off. And I figured it was the tennis courts. It's, courts I mean, were- perfect location. It was flat. It was about an acre worth of just pavement. Uh, one side had uh, the basketball court, you know, court, just a single basketball court. And the other side was kind of, I mean, the school, the high school used it somewhat for parking during the day and uh, maybe band practice and the football players would run drills like after school or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. For, for the benefit of those who, you know, did not grow up in Martinsbury, which I suspect is, you know, the bulk of folks uh, yeah. in this world. We, we refer to them as the tennis courts because that's what they were called. I can't remember a single instance Uh-oh. in my entire life living there where it was actually a tennis court. Like it was a big fenced in square area that was, you know, paved with asphalt. And like you said, on one end, they had a couple of, of basketball hoops. I'm trying to remember if there were even markings painted on the ground for those. I don't think there were, or if they were, um, they, they were would have so been homemade. Old, you could barely yes. see them. And then the other half, 
you could tell like where their formerly were posts where the nets were and you yes could barely see the painting of the markings like you could tell it was formerly a tennis court but it was not really anymore that would be a great spot to set up and play your hockey so did you guys i assume you guys had at least one net did you guys get two of them and do well, the full we, deal we or did up... you guys do like a half court situation no, no. I mean, imagine. I think at first you kind of make your homemade nets and stuff, and you could turn over garbage cans, like circular garbage cans, and that's right. that's like the original. You know, if you don't have anything. <laughs> Somehow we ended up with a white net, and I don't recall where it came from. It did end up at my house, so once again, it got inherited. I don't I know say, if I bought it. Or did it stay there for long enough to where it now was yours? <laughs> I mean, that typically happens. So I mean, it became mine. So I don't know if we bought it or how we got it, but we ended up getting nets. And um, like I said, my the 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 best the hockey player had all types of stuff, so he'd bring it or, or or so forth. But yeah, we ended up having enough that we could play you know full full games. And essentially, nice. I I know for a fact that I did inherit nice gloves too because the hockey friend gave them to me. He actually said, "Here, I, these don't fit me anymore," so he gave me that. So I did get my cool hockey gloves. So I was looking super super sweet. But you know, we we had our knee pads, elbow pads, all that stuff. And that was gonna be my next question: Is did you yeah. did you just throw on the skates and go to it and just be injury city, or did you guys have all the the stuff? Yeah, some some did. Now now let's from what I could tell from inline hockey, there wasn't as many cross checks and hitting people. I mean, obviously you <laughs> wanted to do that, but we weren't, I don't think we we're as vicious. Nobody lost any teeth that I'm aware of. And the way the court was set up, there wasn't necessarily a, a barrier that, you know, keep the ball and the, and the puck in you right. kind of, you know, if you passed it and it went all the way, way down there, you had to chase after it. So right. needless to say, we, you know, this was a summer, probably this was one of the summers, I think probably leading into like fifth or sixth grade for me. So like I said, 11 or 10 or so forth, but there were, there were rumblings um, and, that there was another team from the kind of further north in Martins Ferry. And the teams, the, the other team, you know, was much like a ragtag like us, but they were a little bit older. So I'm mm. thinking they were all like seventh graders or so forth. But we said, you know, we, we challenged them uh, or they challenged us. I don't recall exactly at the time, but it was a wonderful, like homemade, you know, 10 on 10. We were Saturday. We're all going to be here. It's team versus team and so forth. And I do recall having an epic, you know, epic battle in which uh, I probably we probably lost, obviously, being younger. <laughs> and, and I mean, we're talking there were kids that were two years younger than I playing on our team. But okay. it was it was a nice uh, game that I do recall. And um, in general, you look back at these days and you it kind of reminds you of Sandlot kind of style right. and that's another movie todd if you're not familiar i am um, they i you know, have seen sandlot I, you're killing okay. me smalls yeah I'm, yeah there I'm, we go yeah. but and I'm, I'm imagining most kids that were in the sports or had you know neighborhoods or stuff have somewhat memories of playing these these pickup games or sports i mean most kids probably play basketball because it's the easiest entry level there's no equipment really needed <laughs> you could play one-on-one to whatever now getting a 10 on 10 hockey you know with line changes and and stuff like that that was a little bit more elaborate but i was i was you know i look back fondly on these memories to say how the hell did i manage to get these kids to actually all show up on a Saturday to, you know, play a game against these kids, uh, you know, and effectively we did have a team name. We called ourselves the Martins Ferry Phantoms, which was like a phantom of the opera, uh, right. which I believe there also was a probably um, a roller hockey team in Pittsburgh that was called like the Phantoms or something like that. So it was probably derived oh, okay. off that either way. Um, I do recall enough. And uh, that was very fond memories 
that I had of said rollerblades and hockey in general. When buying clothes, you have choices. You can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken, but those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Benline. Be beige. Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection. JustinBenline.com. No personality, no problem. Be beige. All right, and we're back. So I just told you the story of my uh, childhood and my hockey team and my love. Now, granted, through the years, I kind of fell out of, of hockey and moved on to other sports. At the time frame, shoot, hockey... I don't know if it would rank fourth out of now. Nah, I probably like it more than baseball uh, because baseball well, is a tough one. to. I mean, come on, Eric, you're the ranking guy. What are the rankings of Eric's sports? Oh, well, it's what, definitely what? football. That's the one that I've enjoyed the most over the years from an, okay. um, um, not participating. Then it would be basketball for sure. Cause that's my favorite sport to play. And the one that I was best at, then it would probably be hockey. Then it would be baseball. Uh, and those are the top four, in my opinion, if we want to start talking, you know, other sports then. I'm sure soccer would be somebody's, you know, but I don't think I've ever watched a soccer game. So that would probably be very low. But for the most part, yeah, I, I kind of fell out of hockey. I, you know, there was something that I forgot that was also a pivotal moment because I'm going to say Mighty Ducks coming out was the number one reason why someone would want a hockey stick and want to try right. as a, you know, 10 year old. But are you familiar or were you around when Wheeling got their first uh, hockey team? Is that the Nailers? Well, it it's the Nailers now, but they were oh. effectively called the Thunderbirds. You know, I have vague rec. I th- I'm trying to remember. I think that happened after I'd left. Now, whether that is me leaving to go to college in Akron or me leaving to go to the Navy, I'm not sure. But I don't remember there being a heavy local hockey presence in the Valley when I was around all the time. And I remember yeah. going away and coming back and suddenly that was a thing yeah no the the wheeling thunderbirds i and they came around around the exact same time because i recall getting a poster like i don't know how mom or dad got me a poster and they probably want it from some station radio station call in or whatever i got a i got a a poster of the wheeling nailers and i think they were i think it was autographed to be quite honest by all the players oh nice i got a, a pennant which, uh, you know, so the Thunderbirds, it just looked like the, for all you sports fans out there, it looked like the old Philadelphia Eagles. It was just an eagle, It was a, but it was red. So, okay. you know, how sports teams kind of take the same logos and just kind of alter them a little bit. But <laughs> uh, nonetheless, the Thunderbirds came around and it was our first, at least that I realized, professional team. And they played over at the, at the time, what was it just called the Civic Arena? Uh, which right. is now West Banco Arena. And okay. that was my, and I do recall going to a birthday party for, you know, a kid in my class who actually brought everybody to the game. And I thought that was kind of cool. And and I imagine we went to several games, whether it would be with mom or dad or, or I did, you know, we went to several games. So uh, that was, yeah, I mean, mixed with, you know, the fact that the Mighty Ducks came out and we got our first professional hockey team in the mid nineties, that was a big deal. And that's why hockey was, prominently my favorite sport for the longest time that makes uh, good sense. as you alluded 
as you alluded, they did get sued for another team being called the Thunderbirds or whatever, and then they changed their name to the Nailers at some point in time, which, yeah. you know, Wheeling has some type of history with making nails, I guess. So yeah. at, well, I guess at first, also, it's a weird name. That also lends itself to, yeah, that stuff must have happened while I was away, because I, re- I remember their hockey team being the Nailers. I don't remember the Thunderbirds at all. So that must have all happened oh, yeah. while I was away from the Valley. So that by the time I was back and aware of things, they were they were the nailers. Because I remember Crystal talking to her and, and her and her family used to go over and to nailers games pretty frequently. It oh yeah, like no, like nailers, I didn't even realize you were that time. into it. Oh, <laughs> to be honest, kid, yeah, they, I was yeah. I was hardcore into it as a kid. I was a really big uh, hockey fan. Uh, yeah, as an adult, Lauren, um, her her where she works, she gets a uh, a box seat. Uh, they they sponsor the event, so we get uh, right up on the ice and and oh nice, you know. Yeah, it's super fun. Those those games are, you know, I like like you said, hockey is a great sport to watch in person. It is, yeah. it's fast paced action. There doesn't seem like there's a lot of commercial breaks, uh, especially when you're on the ice and somebody comes and smashes you. It's pretty awesome. Oh yeah. So, yeah. So that recently got, uh, I mean, really when it came down to it, what spawned up a lot of this these memories was that when you you know, through Disney Plus, they release new shows, what, every quarter, maybe every couple, you know, six weeks or so. Right. And on the same day, Winter, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier came out. They also released the the Mighty Ducks, which is a new limited series Disney Plus exclusive show. It's about a half an hour long or so forth. And that was and when I saw that, I'm like, huh. And I said, well, you know, I wonder if the kids who I have a 10 and a 14 year old, you know, obviously I have a four year old, but he don't give two craps. <laughs> I said, I wonder <laughs> if they would, if they would be interested in watch the mighty ducks in which effectively I trolled Lainey for a couple weeks. Cause she was like, nah, I'm not going to watch it. Or I don't want to watch mighty ducks. And kind of was like that cool because it's a sports movie maybe. And I'm like, okay. Lainey, I see the stuff you like, you would like this movie. And so every day I come home and like, we watch the mighty ducks and sooner or later she was just, she wore down. And I would, I would no. I would just say, "Hey, Lainey," and she says, "What? You want to watch the Mighty Ducks?" It was like <laughs> that. It was me trolling her, uncon- you know, uncontrollably. So fantastic. Um, finally, she was around, and I said, well, "All right, well, Hunter and I are gonna watch it." So we watched it, and of course, Lainey ended up in there, and she started watching it. <laughs> and in and, and so then I went with D two, which is the next one. I think we watched them like back to back, and Lainey didn't want to watch that one, but then she, then you know, in time, I I she was she's sitting there in the couch and stuff, and I'm doing work, and she's watching it on her own. So I'm like, yeah. You know, so I, I do a little bit of that. I told you so, but overall, and I'm, so I just kept on going through it and Hunter watched D three on his own, which was the third one. And that's pretty much the trilogy, you know? And I'm like, all right, we can watch the show now, you know? Cause I was like, you can't watch the show until you watch the originals in my opinion, just because at least the first one. Well, um, I mean, because... have you, I guess at this point, had you seen the TV show or were you waiting I watched to get everyone episode. caught up? And is I watched it, the is first it... episode. Is it a thing to where if you haven't watched at least the the first Mighty Ducks, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to follow it, or is it just more enjoyable if you have seen the other ones? It's more enjoyable in my okay. opinion. So okay. I mean, the fact from what I can tell right now, and you don't know, like it's it's kind of like us saying, yeah, you could watch you know WandaVision on your own, or uh, you know, or some of these other Marvel shows on your own. You could watch them on your own. They're definitely capable of doing that. But it's much, it's more enjoyable when you ha- when you get some of the nuances and you see some of the stuff. So right. as of right now, I've watched episode one. I watched okay. it on my own just to see if it was any good. And then I said, oh, this is a show that 
Laney and, and Hunter and probably even the family would like, you know, appreciate. Right. So I said, well, I'll stop watching them. I'll get them all caught up. So we're at the point now where I can watch, you know, the future episodes. Um, and they are exactly what they intend to be. They're, you know, made for kids, Disney, you know, Disney kid humor. And I'm fine with that. And there's some moments in there that I find even funny. So they had decent, you know, adult writers and so forth. But Emilio Estevez is, you know, in it. He's obviously the, he was the main dog and and the first two you know, he's the coach. Well, that was so going to be my question is, is, are there people from the movies in it? Cause I mean, that was like 20 years ago or whatever. And I don't yeah. know how, I mean, well, obviously any of the kids that would have been in the mighty ducks are no longer kids, but <laughs> they do, weren't even do... kids by the third one, <laughs> <laughs> but some of yeah. the original cast does come back and, and that, that works yeah. out. All right. Yeah, no, no, Emilio, Emilio. Well, I don't know. I've only Emilio Estevez is in the first one and he's going to play a prominent role from what I can tell. Okay. I don't know about the other ones. I mean, it's, it's kind of a rehashing situation, slightly told differently, you know? Um, okay. But, uh, but I mean, it's not going to be so different. I'm sure the stories will probably be the same underdog team, you know, going against the team. That's all professional of the rich kids that have all the gear and this and that it's like, it's not that abnormal and it's very familiar with the first one, which, um, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some montages, which I'm all for. So, oh, yeah. uh, Gotta love know, a so montage. Hope, absolutely. So that is, uh, so we want, you know, we're, we're on the brink of being able to watch all that now and, and, you know, seeing these rollerblades and, and so forth reminds me of that. So of course we're out and, and guess who has, and, and I think these are probably inline skates. Uh, Lainey got inline skates for a birthday. So she's been skating a lot and she came up the other day and says, I want to play hockey. I'm like, all right. Nice. So she worked her butt off and took her, she got her, um, she did some yard work this last week and we, she earned some money and, uh, coming in the next day or two is not one stick, but two sticks and a, a street ball and a hockey net. She bought. Uh, this combo pack off Amazon, which was a pretty darn good deal. So we're going to uh, see if we can't play a little hockey out in the out in the uh, front of our house, which yeah, is pretty got exciting. That, yeah, you've got the little cul-de-sac. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. So it all it all works out perfectly. So when we dug back there in the hobby wagon, it made sense that we pulled out the worn uh, used the bits uh, rollerblades from my youth because now we can pass those along to, you know, this this love of hockey, at least early on to my 10 year old daughter. So I think it's pretty fun. And we'll, we'll watch some mighty ducks and uh, we'll see if uh, wheeling changes their hockey team name again. Who knows? It all can coincide. <laughs> Fair enough. That is a, that is my little story and my love of hockey uh, and, you know, down memory lane and down the hobby wagon, so to speak. Well, awesome. Thank you, Eric, for sharing. It's good to, good to relive some of that. And hopefully the listeners enjoyed that and got to, rekindle some of their memories of rollerblading or hockey or anything really so thank you thank you listeners and until next time i hope you all have a good one thanks for listening to this episode of the toddcast podcast if you have comments questions or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about you can reach out on social search for toddcast podcast visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. 
Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Thank you.